heard the call to build your small business? Make it happen with a .NET domain name, the place for dreamers for 30 years and counting. Visit keepdreamingup.net for tips and advice. Whether you're just getting started or looking to grow, that's keepdreamingup.net. Hey folks, Greg Allman with the Tampa Bay Times and tampabay.com, back with the Locked on Bucks podcast. We are here at episode 29, uh, wrapping up our sixth week on the podcast, which is outstanding. Uh, days away from the Bucks season opener in Atlanta against the Falcons. Uh, you're probably listening to this on Thursday, which gives you just three days before the Bucks 2016 season is upon us. Uh, decent amount of news today. Today's podcast, by the way, brought to you by the folks at mybookie.net. Uh, great to have them on board as a sponsor, not only for us, but with a uh, lot of podcasts all over this uh, Locked On Podcast Network. So we'll get you more on them later, but great to have them on board as a sponsor. Uh, a lot of news today, uh, Wednesday, uh, first practice out on the field in preparation for the Falcons' first injury report. Uh, we had 45 minutes of open locker room this morning, had a chance to talk to offensive coordinator Todd Munkin, had a chance to talk to Jameis Winston. Uh, open locker room is always a... Uh, a smorgasbord of interviews we get. Lots of different players really like having free time to be able to catch up with guys. Uh, a lot of the newcomers on this team, undrafted rookies making this team. So lots of cool stuff to get to there. The big news of the day uh, came down after practice, uh, or I guess it came down after the locker room. Uh, but uh, Mike James waved injured. Uh, Mike James had made this team, made that initial 53-man cut as the number three running back behind Doug Martin and Charles Sims. Uh, but Mike James injured. Uh, we don't really know what that injury was. He didn't tell us too much, but it held him out of the last two preseason games. Obviously, the Bucks are only carrying three running backs. So uh, if one of them is injured, they have a depth issue. Uh, so to avoid that, they had to move on. So Mike James, uh, again, they call it waived injured, which means he's been waived and he'll have an injury settlement. Uh, what's tricky about that is he'll get paid for whatever they feel like the number of weeks he would have missed with the injury. It's probably only one or two in this case. Uh, but then after that time period is up, it's another three weeks after that before an NFL team can bring back a player from an injury settlement. So he's looking at uh, probably week five, week six, before he's even back in play to come back. Uh, it's too bad for Mike James. Did not have a great preseason. Um, kind of had it as his job to lose, if you will. I think he averaged about a yard and a half a carry in the preseason. Uh, but still had the job. Again, we talk about how that initial 53 uh, is not the same thing as being there on opening day. So we've already seen Evan Spencer make the cut. He got cut uh, just yesterday uh, to make room for Cecil Shorts, the new veteran wide receiver. Uh, and now Mike James is out. Uh, we have news that only the Tampa Bay Times has reported, which is kind of cool. Uh, Peyton Barber will be the new running back, will be the number three running back. Uh, he will be promoted from the practice squad. Uh, Peyton is an undrafted rookie from Auburn, only really one year as a college starter. Uh, so kind of a neat story. Peyton, if you remember, going back to the Combine, uh, is the guy that had said on the podium at the Combine that his mom was homeless. Um, probably a bit of an exaggeration. I think they were probably days in his childhood where they were between homes. Uh, but he's kind of recast that since then. His, his mom uh, was living with his sister actually in the Atlanta area. Uh, but more than anything, Peyton Barber's a guy that just wants a better life for his mom and, and certainly recognizes the NFL is an amazing opportunity to do that. I think he was probably excited just to make it onto the practice squad. Um, NFL practice squad pays about $6,900 a week, uh, which, hey, good money. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't know if you guys listening on the podcast here are making $7,000 a week back home. 
proud of you if you are. Uh, but you know, you do a full season of 17 weeks at uh, 6,900 bucks a week. It's like 117 thousand dollars. So a good living, definitely the kind of living where you can help your mom out, uh, help your family out, bring your family up a little bit. Now, what's nice is that if you get called up to the active roster, now you're getting a game check. Okay, league minimum for a, a rookie is only about 450 thousand dollars. But if you if you take that and, and cut that by 16, now you're talking about uh, I don't know, like 27 thousand dollars, something like that. Uh, that's a nice check for one week's worth. So um, big, big thing for Peyton Barber to get a chance. He'll just be a number three running back. Um, they didn't use the number three running back very much last year. So he's more than likely just going to be a special teams player here on Sunday against Atlanta. But a big opportunity for him. One of the things that, that's kind of a quirk of the NFL uh, CBA is that if a veteran running, if a veteran player of any position uh, is on the roster in week one, a vested veteran like five years or more in the league, um, their salary is guaranteed for the entire season if they're there in week one. So sometimes if you have a marginal veteran player, you'll make the decision not to have them on the roster in week one, and then you'll sign them in week, like Monday of week two. When you have them, they're on your roster, but you're not guaranteed to pay them whatever, a million dollars, $800,000, whatever it would be. Uh, so I think it's entirely possible in this good news for Peyton Barber that the long-term plan might be to bring in a veteran back. They had a, a guy named Jacquees Rogers in on Tuesday for a workout. Jacquees was in Atlanta with Dirk Cutter from 2012 to 2014. was a really good pass-catching back. Also a guy that could be a, an option for kickoff returns. So it's probably in Peyton Barber's best interest to do as much as he can this weekend because it's possible they might make the decision after this week to cut him, uh, let him go back through waivers again another time, and then they could sign him back to the practice squad for week two and, and add a veteran back like a Jacquees Rogers. Um, we've mentioned the possibility of a kid named Dexter McCluster. Uh, Dexter was with the Titans, got cut. He's actually a local here in the Tampa area from Largo in Pinellas County. Uh, but Dexter's a guy that was in Tennessee and was one of their primary returners. Uh, the Buccaneers special teams coordinator, Nate Kaxer, is a guy who had him in Tennessee, worked with him there. So there's some familiarity. We haven't really heard of any contact, any workouts or anything like that for Dexter. So it's more just a, uh, a guy with a strong history with coaches than it is somebody who would actually float as a candidate to, to join this team right now. Uh, I want to make sure we throw out a plug for the other websites on our podcast network here with the uh, Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you're listening, especially this week, to our Locked On Falcons podcast. We're hoping to do a, a co-op, a crossover Friday with that podcast and get them in there. Uh, we'll be on theirs. They'll be on ours. Really cool to, to do that interaction with another podcast. The Locked on NFL podcast every day. Uh, Williams does a great job on that. Locked on Fantasy podcast every day. And now Locked on NFL Draft. So there's a bunch of national podcasts you can jump in on, uh, get insights not only about the Bucks but about the rest of the league. Uh, so make sure you're trying out the entire Locked on Podcast Network. Great NFL team podcast and NBA team podcast as well. Uh, one thing I want to get to here uh, that we haven't had a chance to do is uh, to talk about open locker room. We had a chance to talk to DeMar Dotson, uh, right tackle with the Bucks. Uh, got him first thing. They open up the locker room. There's kind of this cool thing where uh, we got Todd Munkin on the podium uh, just taking questions from the whole media, and then it, it kind of splits off into two options. You have uh, Jameis Winston talking on the podium, and simultaneously the locker room opens up. So uh, with the Times, so we got two writers there, myself and Rick Stroud, Rick was planning on writing Jameis for the day, so I was able to duck out before Winston started and kind of get a head start in that open locker room. Uh, got some really cool stuff from DeMar Dotson. I'd like to play a clip for you. I hope this sounds okay 
audio-wise. But here's DeMar Dotson talking about the offensive line and how important it is for them to step up and be better here in 2016. Oh, I think we're getting, we're getting better. You know, um, you know, we worked hard our training camp, and, you know, I think Coach, you know, how pushed us, you know, because he, you know, he wanted um, he wanted the success that, you know, this, this line had or this team had last year to carry over in this year, and, and, you know, and not, you know, bring the same effort. And he always told that, you know, last year, you know, even though, it was good. It wasn't good enough, and uh, we got to get better. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited as a you know individual just to be a part of it. You know, and when we're missing out last year, and you know, just wait for the opportunity. But I think as a unit, man, we we, we starting to gel. I mean, you know, a guy like Kevin stepping in and you know filling in the role that you know the team you know obviously thought you know was going to be Sweezers, and, and, and Kevin stepping in doing an amazing job, and you know Ali getting better, and you know we starting to gel together. You know, so as a unit home, Donovan's getting better. I think he's going to be a real good left tackle. So as a whole, I think we're coming along. When, when you guys, as, as a line, talk about success for you, I mean, like last year, the sacks dropped off considerably. I forget when it was, like, 52 to, like, 27 or something. But, like, the quarterback hits were still high. Is that something you guys measure? What are the numbers you guys are always worried about? Well, I mean, when, when, you, when you go back and look at it, you know, in protection, it wasn't, wasn't great. You know, they probably should have more sacks than you know, it showed because, you know, you got a elusive quarterback as James. He he, he, bell, he bell, you know, this, this line out, you know, numerous times. Right. You know, so, you know, big credit to, to that guy right there. He's going to continue to do it because that's kind of, you know, effort he, he brings, attitude he brings. So, you know, we got to realize that, but we have fun. We got to protect that guy. You know, we got to we gotta come out and realize that, you know, if we give him time, you know, he's going to pick apart defenses. You guys took so much pride last year in, in being there for Doug and leading the way for him, mm-hmm. number two in the NFL rushing. How much is that still there? Do you guys, this offense, starting with, with a consistent run game? Oh, is there? I think that's, that's the biggest thing of what we're going to be as a you know, run first team. And, that, and that, as you start developing the run, it set up the play action, it set up, you know, deep balls to guys like, you know, Mike and, and, and Vince. And so, you know, that's going to be the core of where we are in running the ball, you know. And we got probably, you know, one of the best running backs in the NFL. So, you know, we got to open up. We don't need much. We don't need to do much. You know, because, you know, he's a guy that's going to make a little hole seem like a big hole. And that's just type running back you So there you have it, uh, Tamar Dotson talking about the offensive line, uh, trying to step up and be better here in 2016, take uh, better care of Jameis Winston, and open things up again for Doug Martin in the running game. Hey, I want to talk about uh, our sponsor today, MyBookie.net. Football season is here, folks, so get in the action and play like the pros at MyBookie.net. It is the most exciting online experience for sports fans. Uh, MyBookie features real Vegas odds, incredible player props on every football game. Uh, If your game is already kicked off, uh, it's not too late. MyBookie has live in-game odds updated in real time. If you're listening to this Thursday, obviously the NFL season kicks off Thursday night, a big Super Bowl rematch. Uh, And and honestly, lots of in-game odds you can get. Which team is going to score first? How are they going to score? Is the first score going to be a touchdown or something else, like a field goal or a safety? Uh, will there be a defensive or special teams touchdown? you got lines, not only the over-under and who's going to win the game, but lines for each half, lines for each quarter. Lots of different ways uh, you can get your money on that game. Uh, it's never too late to make a play with MyBookie. Uh, it's optimized for your smartphone users uh, for nonstop action on the go. So go online if you can. Type MyBookie into your browser and sign up today. Please use promo code. This is just for our listeners here. Use promo code BUCKS, B-U-C-S, to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool. Uh, Or you can just call them at 844-722-2387. Call call MyBookie.net 
at 844-722-2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best, only at my bookie. Sign up today, folks. Great to have them on board as a sponsor. Again, not only for our podcast, uh, but for a bunch of other NFL podcasts here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, a couple more things I want to get to in terms of news of the day. Uh, we did have a chance to talk to Cecil Shorts. Uh, we had reported the news and had told you guys yesterday that he was on board with a one-year contract coming in after he got cut by Houston. Uh, but neat to talk to Cecil today. He's very excited about a fresh start. Uh, kind of has to have a, a crash session, if you will, in the next three or four days, trying to learn this offense well enough to be on the field and looks like look like he knows what he's doing. Uh, Dirk Cutter did say he will be on the field. This isn't one of those where he'll have a week to be inactive, kind of learn things and, and be there next week. He'll be out there. Uh, he's wearing jersey number 10, uh, Rob Haran's old number for the Bucks. Uh, wearing number 10 for the Bucks, and uh, he'll be right there. I mean, I think they, you know, Dirk talked about how he's been a number two receiver in the NFL uh, on many occasions, has held up pretty well, very consistently getting... Uh, I think he's averaged uh, like 57 catches the last four years. Um, good amount of touchdowns. Great yards per catch. I think we mentioned yesterday in the podcast, his second year, his, his kind of breakout year in 2012, averaged 17.8 yards a catch. Uh, the only receiver in the NFL that averaged more uh, was Vincent Jackson in his first year uh, with the Bucks as a free agent. So again, lots of excitement there. Uh, Dirk Cutter had him as a rookie in Jacksonville. Uh, it was neat in that Cecil talked about how literally some of the terminology is the same as what he had in Jacksonville in, in 2011. So it's neat that there's stuff that he's remembering from five years ago that's helping him learn this offense. I do think that familiarity helps a lot for him, uh, just knowing what Dirk's principles are, how he likes an offense to work. Uh, did have an injury report. We mentioned the first practice out there. Very nice for the Bucks to have a very sparse, bare three players listed on their injury report. I think we'd mentioned there is no more probable. Uh, it's just doubtful and questionable when you get to uh, Friday and they start announcing final injuries. Right now, all they have to put on the injury reports each day is whether it's full participation, limited participation, no participation. Uh, the only guy that was held out today uh, was Luke Stocker. I'm always worried. I'm afraid I'm going to say Kevin Stocker. Uh, this is obviously a Tampa area podcast. Uh, Kevin Stocker was a an infielder with the Rays way back when they first started back in uh, 98. Uh, I knew him with the Phillies before that. Uh, Kevin Stocker had the uh, lucky chance to be traded for Bobby Abreu. The, the Rays had taken Bobby Abreu in the expansion draft when they first started and flipped Bobby Abreu to get Kevin Stocker. Kevin Stocker was a fine, uh, kind of an ordinary middle infielder in the Rays' first season. Uh, but Bobby Abreu, as you probably remember, uh, had a lot of hitting left in him and, and played really well for a bunch of teams. So not the best trade in Rays history. But anyway, every time I say Stocker's name, I'm terrified I'm going to call him Kevin Stocker. Uh, Luke Stocker, a tight end veteran from Tennessee, uh, was held out today with a back injury. We don't know how serious it was. Luke, you know, didn't play in the last preseason game. Uh, now, you know, more than whatever, 11 days ago, uh, 12 days ago, I guess. No, two full weeks ago. Um uh, we had thought that was just kind of him being a starter. So we don't know how long he's had this back problem. He hasn't been held out of practice at any point until today. Uh, but that's a question mark. We've talked about how the Bucks have five tight ends. So if they had to have one inactive, uh, it would just kind of ramp up the uh, the role in the playing time for Alan Cross, the uh, undrafted rookie from uh, Memphis. That's one of the what will now be five undrafted rookies on this roster with Peyton Barber counting. It's kind of neat in that three of the undrafted rookies we've been talking about 
uh, are from around Atlanta, where it's kind of neat that their folks get to uh, just drive in and be a part of their first NFL game. They might not not all be dressing, might not all be active on Sunday, uh, but they're on the Bucks roster. Uh, we talked about Alan Cross being from Millington, Tennessee, uh, not far from Memphis. I think he thought it'd be about a 90-minute drive down to Atlanta um, from his hometown. Uh, Devontae Lambert, uh, who's made the team as an undrafted defensive tackle, he is from Keysville, Georgia, uh, which is south of, I believe he said south of Athens. I don't want to get it wrong. But Keysville, also about a 90-minute drive away. And then Peyton Barber has, has relatives right there in Atlanta. Uh, so really neat that they can not only have the thrill of their first NFL game, uh, but just by coincidence to kind of get it in their own backyard. Uh, we mentioned Lou Stocker out just uh, just Wednesday, but held out with a back injury. The other two that were limited, uh, Devontae Bond, the rookie linebacker from Oklahoma, who's missed two full weeks with a hamstring injury, I was actually back at practice today. Very encouraging first step for him back. I don't know that he'll be able to go Sunday, uh, but if he can practice all three days here, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that's a huge step toward him being able to be active and playing and helping on special teams there on Sunday. They listed him with limited participation. The other injury to keep track of, uh, we had mentioned this last week, uh, but Ryan Smith, the rookie safety from NC Central, had hurt his hand in the middle of the final preseason game, came back out, kept playing, played well. Um, we've seen him kind of with a brace a little bit on that hand. It's now kind of like a full-blown club at practice. So there might be some kind of break in that left hand of his. I don't think that would keep him from playing safety, uh, but he's been mentioned as a guy that might be uh, an option on kickoff returns. I cannot imagine he would handle kickoff returns with one hand uh, injured the way it is. I think he can get by in the secondary, but the, you don't want your kickoff returner not having two hands with full use there. So probably somebody else there, whether it's Charles Sims, whether it's uh, Adam Humphreys, uh, I suppose... Cecil Shorts would be an option, but I think they probably don't want to put too much on his plate and just let him be a receiver this week. Uh, so that's your injury report there. We'll have more of that uh, for Friday's podcast after one more practice there on Thursday. Uh, Dirk Cutter was kind of cutting it up today. Uh, had some jokes. We talked a little bit about that Monday night game in Orlando where FSU played. Uh, Jameis Winston and uh, Roberto Aguayo were both over there to uh, see their former team play. It's funny, you might have seen there's kind of this viral video of uh, of Jameis Winston talking to the FSU players at the half. Uh, obviously, they rallied from, whatever, 22 points down, 28-6 just before the half, and came back and, and beat Ole Miss. Uh, really impressive game in the second half. And Jameis kind of was getting credit a little bit for firing them up for the second half. Uh, Dirk Cutter, Cutter was joking on the podium today. Uh, he said that he isn't sure how much longer he's going to have Jameis there with the Bucks. Because uh, he knows what a good coach he is and how much FSU would like to bring him back as a coach. Uh, so just joking about uh, Jameis and his uh, motivational abilities there as a halftime speech guy. Uh, the other line, uh, yeah, Dirk Cutter, all full of jokes today, uh, was talking about Roberto Aguayo. Uh, he said, obviously, Roberto's little brother Ricky made his college debut Monday night for FSU, went 6-for-6 six six on field goals. Really great game uh, in a game where FSU probably needed all six of them. Uh, so Dirk Cutter said, uh, as if Roberto Aguayo hasn't gotten enough grief in preseason already here, he, he joked that he went up to Roberto and said, the next time you miss a kick, we're going to trade for your brother. Uh, so it's, it's good to see Dirk has a sense of humor uh, about uh, the season about to unfold here. This should wrap it up for you guys. Uh, we're going to put episode 29 of the books. Uh, really glad to have uh, 29 podcasts here out of the way. Uh, again, thankful to have 
mybookie.net as a sponsor for today's podcast and for other podcasts here on the Locked on Bucks Network. We will be back tomorrow for the final podcast of the week to kind of preview uh, Falcons-Bucks as a game, key matchups, things we'll be talking about there. Uh, But for now, thank you guys for tuning in for the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. This is Greg Allman. Thanks again for listening to the Locked on Bucks podcast. Football season is here, and you can get in the action and play like the pros at MyBookie.net. At MyBookie.net, you can feel the excitement of predicting your favorite sports. It's never too late to make a play. You can even use your smartphone for nonstop action on the go. MyBookie.net. Go online now. Use promo code BUCKS to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool. Or call 844-722-2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest. Only the best. Only at MyBookie.net. Sign up today. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop! At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS, wireless, figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.